This is CQ Roll Call's Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call newsroom. I'm John Donnelly. I cover defense for CQ Roll Call. So President Trump is in the hospital, and we've had conflicting reports about his condition. Um, He says he wants to get out of the hospital as soon as today, Monday, October 5th. We'll see that could happen anytime. By the same token, his condition could worsen at any time. That is sometimes how COVID-19 works. And the question arises about the national security implications of the president's illness. Obviously, if he gets better real quickly, uh, then there's really no issue. But the worse he gets, the more of an issue it is. Um, And obviously, you know, if we have a, a transition of power, uh, if it gets that bad, um, if, if it's even a temporary transition of power, it is uh, still a big deal. But for right now, it is not, even though he's in the hospital. And that's the bottom line. It is a distraction for him, obviously, and for people around him. And secondly, the health scare doesn't just apply to him. It's obviously rippling through his administration, including potentially it could have an impact on people in the top rungs of the national security world, people like his national security advisor, Robert O'Brien, and others who have been around him recently. So uh, that shoe may still drop. But as we stand right now, I think the national security aspect of this has been a bit overblown. Um, yes, it's true that American adversaries could miscalculate. They could perceive uh, U.S. weakness and try to take advantage of it somehow. And I'm referring to China and Russia, North Korea, Iran. They could fear that the U.S. might do something preemptively as a show of strength and then try to you know, anticipate that in some way. Um, but It seems to the experts that I talk to that this is unlikely, that a military action of some kind by U.S. adversaries is not very likely. And the United States military, for its part, is no less ready by virtue of the fact that the president is in the hospital. The Army, the Air Force, uh, the Marines, the Navy, they uh, remain uh, in as good a condition today as they were before he got sick. So what is likely is less serious, and that is um, actions in the information warfare sphere uh, by uh, our adversaries, chiefly Russia. And I'm talking principally about fake news and trying to um, poison the well further in so- on social media with phony stories designed to widen the divide in the United States. Uh, and the partisan divisions and the class and racial tensions. Um, but unless those, um, those stories and that internet um, churn leads to violence, although that is a possibility, um, unless it does, it's really um, uh, one expert referred to it to me as like somebody screaming in the middle of the Super Bowl uh, with uh, in the before times, assuming there's like 80,000 people there screaming. Um, he, in other words, there's already so much division and so much noise on the web that, you know, uh, additional uh, fake stories by uh, Russia and the like is not likely to lead to a big, uh, you know, change in that situation. And I tend to agree with that. I do think it could, we could see a marginal worsening of an already uh, fraught 
uh, political situation in this country. It's getting more and more tense leading up to the election and probably in the weeks after the election. It won't be settled that quickly, it seems. So the bottom line is, yes, there are national security implications, but it's easy to overstate them and we need to keep them in perspective.